Welcome to Scary Cast. <laughs> oh my God, it's been forever. It's been since January 31st was the last time we put out wow. an episode. So I oh apologize to everybody. I apologize as well. Uh, we just haven't, I mean, we never stopped. I mean, I guess you can say we stopped doing it for a while, but it wasn't because it was like, we're done. It wasn't for lack of trying. Yeah, it wasn't like we were done with the podcast. It was just like, I'm just busy nonstop, but uh I was just thinking, you know, a lot of people are stuck at home with nothing to do. And I was like, maybe we should give people something to listen to, you know? I think that's a good idea. Yeah, right? I think they need scaredy cast. They need the spooky. (laughs) I give them the spooky. They need the spooky. (laughs) Remember the spooky. Um, I love how, like, you didn't know it was me playing. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I was like, I have to do this. Give me the spooky. Yeah, right. I've been playing a lot of video games. Uh, I've been streaming on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Tony's kind of weird. And uh, we play board games on there. People in the chat come in and play games with us. We just try to hang out with people. We just have a grand old time. You know, I like during all this quarantine stuff, like I work from home. So it's like, and on top of working from home, I hate going out places. Like even just to the grocery store, I hate doing that. And when it comes to like going to bars and things like that, I don't do that any, any, like I used to, but I just would rather just be at home. So it's not like, not too much for me has changed, but I know there's a lot of people who are the complete opposite of me who are now stuck at home. So I'm trying to like reach out to them. In particular, but like, mm-hmm. hey man, like, you know, I'm going to play games if you want to come and hang out in my chat room and we can talk and stuff, or you can just play games with me or, you know, because I can't imagine what it'd be like, like if you're just, like you have just nobody and you're just, now you're like, oh, now I'm stuck at my house all the time. That's true. You're right. Um, uh, yeah, because so many people like, they think like, yeah, like I can be at home, but like, they don't realize like even like being able just to go to like a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And like sit there or like go to a bar and like be able to have a drink. Yeah. Like they just don't realize like, oh yeah, like I can do all this stuff and get human contact that way. It's just like, wait, it's just such a different way of life. Like it's even scary going to like the grocery store right now. Yeah. It's like, I've, uh, I'm so like the, the night that the NBA got canceled, like, you know, it, I was like everybody else, like, I wasn't taking the whole thing too seriously because it's always been like, we're okay. Like, I know the rest of the world's got things going on and we got things going on, but like, we got, you know, the government's usually going to get on top of this, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking nope. Nope. Fucking <laughs> my life, no. So, like, <laughs> the night that the NBA got canceled, I was like, oh shit, this is serious. Like, if the NBA is going to cancel this and Tom, like it was all within like one hour. It's like the NBA's canceled. Tom Hanks has it. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is pretty it serious. Was like, yeah, seriously. And like, okay. If no one has like worked in the NBA, I don't think they really understand what it takes for these billionaire owners to actually sit there and be like, yeah, like this is a problem. We're going to lose money on this and it's okay. Like yeah. they will not lose money for shit. Right. Like and they do not care. It was the day after that. It was a Thursday. Um, I'm like, I got to go to the grocery store just to get some like, just to get like drinks, you know? And like, we actually needed toilet paper. <laughs> this was like, so I'm like, I'm just going to stop at the grocery store, go, you know, pick up a couple things. And it was fucking nuts in there. Like people were just buying everything. There was no toilet. This was like day one of the toilet paper crisis. There was none in there. Barely any food on the shelves, so I was like, "Shit, maybe I need to stock up too." This is this is kind of serious. So, like, I've been stocking up, and I've only been having to go to the store like maybe once a week, or like, oh, good, maybe twice, you know, just because my wife is home because they closed her work, my kids are home because they closed schools, which was good because I was going to take them out. I'm like, you guys ain't going to school during all this. That's insane. 
there's just like, we're just running out of things at the house faster than we normally do. And I'm just like, like, I'm not, I'm still not like, I'm not panic buying. Like I'm not stocking up, but I'm just buying extra. Mm. I mean, whenever I would normally, I hate going to the grocery store. So I go in there just to get the bare minimum we need to get through like the next two days. So I'm basically just buying the normal amount of groceries right now, but it's insane. I can't get anything. I couldn't even get shake and bake for pork chops. Like what? No shake and bake. Even all of that was gone. Like just people are buying every goddamn thing. And it's like, like, I might not have chicken, but I, I'm going to have the breading on the chicken. Yeah. And I just like, (laughs) I just live in a little suburb way on the outskirts of Phoenix. And it's, I'm thinking, how are we still panic buying and stocking up on so much? Like you would think everybody here is stocked up, ready to go at this point. But the grocery store, even like today, I had to go this morning just to get, I just wanted some soda. And thankfully, like soda is the only thing that isn't running out. Like there's always <laughs> plenty of soda left. But like, um, the soda companies are prepared. Oh yeah, like soda and beer, no problem getting any of that that I need. But uh, <laughs> like just whenever I just need normal stuff, like I just need meat or chicken bake for pork chops or any even chips. One night I went in there and just all the chips were gone. And I'm like, guys, like if we just Maybe we just shop normally. We'd still be okay. And the thing is, like, I understand everybody's shopping like crazy because, you know, they're worried about what's going to happen. But at the same time, it's like, if you're that worried, you don't go to the store because that's where everybody's at right now. It's the only place I, open. So, okay. So I've been like feeling kind of sick, like, and I'm just barely like actually getting close to like 100%. So I was like trying to be responsible mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to do Instacart. And then, so it was like such a disaster. So first of all, like it was saying that it wasn't going to come for like five days. And I was like, well, okay, that's fine. Like I still have stuff here. Like, you know, it's like, these are just like extra things. I like, and like once like, you know, my food runs out then like, this will be good. So it was like on, on a Sunday and then they kept on like delaying the delivery and all this stuff. And then finally the guy texts me and is like, Hey, like I'm having a hard time finding your place. Like it goes from like 65.44 to like 65.22. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't think you're in the right spot. So he's like, call me. I'm calling him, calling him, calling him. He's not answering. I leave a voicemail. I'm texting him and I'm like, hey, like, can't find you. Like, are you here? Like, where are you at? And then like, all of a sudden I get a text of like, hey, dropped it off at your doorstep. And I'm like, "Uh, okay. So I go to the front, not there. I go to the back, not there. So like, I don't know who the fuck had my groceries. So I'm calling him, trying to catch him to be like, yo, are you still here? I'm walking around my neighbors, like seeing like if he dropped them somewhere else, don't find them. I don't hear anything back from him until like two hours later. And he's like, yeah, so I dropped it off at 17. I'm unit 19. Okay. Like, so I'm like, okay, this is just like a clusterfuck, like in the first place. So finally he's just like, okay, you can get a refund through Instacart. That's been almost over a week, I would say, or maybe a week today. Mm -hmm. And I haven't heard a single thing from Instacart. Like their wait time is over three hours when you, with the, when I called them, like, so I've emailed them, I've called them and like, it's just been so crazy. So that was my Instacart experience. So I'm like, I still don't feel comfortable going to like the store because you know, of like all this craziness and like, I wasn't feeling good and like everything like that. So that was that. Um, but then last night I'm like, you know what? Like I want some wine, like, you know, like it'll just be like a nice thing to be able to help me go to sleep, whatever. Uh, there's like this place called Lucky's Liquor here in Phoenix. That I had no idea about. I got my delivery within 45 minutes. Shout out to Lucky's Liquor. Yes. Lucky's Liquor. Like it was incredible. He came right to my door. He had no trouble finding my place. Like, I like he, they brought even like a, like wine opener with it. It was like, it was awesome. I was like, fuck yeah. But yeah. So I'm like, okay, so I can get drunk during this uh, self quarantine thing, but I can't fucking eat. That's really cool. Wow. <laughs> it's been crazy. <sighs> yeah. yeah I, so. uh, we've been ordering takeout from like a lot of local restaurants just to kind okay, of yeah. just to kind of help them out like a lot of like mm-hmm. family owned is you know non-chain places just because i can't even imagine what they're having to go through with all this 
Oh my gosh, no. But it's also been the only way I can get like an actual meal just because I can't get meat. I can barely get any vegetables at the grocery stores. It's insane. So I've just been, I was like, I'm just going to have to order takeout. Um, yeah, this whole thing is just insane. I don't, I don't know when it's going to end. I mean, I've, honestly, I read a really scary article about it last night and like how the U.S. is like not doing anything that it's supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's it's insane. And I know like people come here for the spooky, but like we got to talk about this because it's just something that everybody's going through. And it is mm-hmm. fucking actually terrifying that, you know, everybody's going through this. It's not just us. It's like the whole world. Mm-hmm. And it is spooky. It's just like the goddamn government not doing a goddamn thing. <laughs> and I mean, that's why, like, at first I wasn't taking it too seriously just because my entire life has always been like, whatever happens to us, you know, government's going to handle it. They're going to take care of it. We'll be all right. But now it's like, no, no, they're not. They're fucking not doing anything, actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm ha- we're having to depend on just each other and fucking like celebrities to like bail out hospitals and shit like that. Like, I just read a thing that Stefan Marbury is working on a deal to get more medical masks to New York. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Yo, did you see that Rihanna? Like, raised all this money and like to donate to New York and stuff too, for like masks and ventilators and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, we shouldn't, I mean, like it's good that celebrities are helping out, but they shouldn't have to be doing this either. Yeah. It's, yeah. Seriously. Like, ugh, like what the fuck are our tax dollars going to? It's not going to helping us. That's for sure. Going mm, to bail out corporations and shit. Yeah. It's infuriating. And I just, I don't like it. Especially all- cause like you have young kids. Like I can't even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> like my six year old, like he watches YouTube and shit. So he knows kind of what's going on that we're all just stuck here because of a virus. And he's just mad. He's like, I wanted to go to the zoo field trip and I can't because of the virus. I'm like, yeah, man, <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't go on your zoo field trip. And the thing is like, <laughs> like my wife is out of work until April 4th. My kids are out of school until April 10th now, but it's like, this isn't going to be cleared up by then. Not even close. Like it's going to, if anything, it's going to be worse at that point. Yeah. We're definitely not on the right trajectory to be anywhere near where we're supposed to be. Um, Yeah. Like, it's just like, you know, colleges are like stopping for like the whole rest of like the semester. Like I, we have an intern at the Arizona Humane Society. He's a senior. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, I would have never thought like I'm ending my college career like this. Like it's just the world is like totally upside down right now. Right. That was the thing I was going to ask you about with like so many people being just left alone right now and just completely isolated was, have you seen an uptick in adoptions? So we've actually at the Arizona Humane Society, I know some other shelters are keeping adoptions open, but we've kind of put it on a little hiatus right now. And we've moved to like a foster only model. Mm -hmm. So um, in addition to caring for like the sick, injured and abused pets that we have, um, we, any of the pets that would normally like be healthy enough to go out for adoption, they're going in foster hero homes. But we have seen an uptick in like people signing up to be foster heroes for us. So like there's so many fosters that, you know, we'll get a, a pet in need of a foster and then we'll go out like that same day, which like sometimes it could be sitting there for up to a week waiting for a foster. So it's been a pretty incredible um, showing mm-hmm. of support from everybody. Um so I definitely encourage anyone out there that's that's listening just to be like, you know, if you can, if you can foster, like it's such a non-permanent way to be able to maybe find the furry love of your life. Right. Yeah. I was just thinking like if I was completely alone, I'd definitely go get a dog or a cat or something at this point. Yeah. Like honestly though, my, uh, I'm fostering a puppy right now and I've never had a puppy in my life. Um, he's driving me absolutely wild, but he's super sweet. And when he sleeps, it's, it's magical. So I highly recommend it. Maybe not a puppy for beginners unless you have a lot more patience than I do. Yeah. I've had a couple of puppies and, uh, it's just like having another baby. Oh yeah. If Almost not more like, because they don't sleep like baby, like a baby will sleep, but puppies, they don't sleep at all. No. And they have like no regard for human life. No. <laughs> He's like Rah! all the time. Just like crazy. Uh, so 
It's time to get to the regular old spookiness. Uh, okay, let's get to the spooky for real. I got spooky our spooky time for real. I got our creep of the week. They will be dead soon enough. Are you scared? Oh, I've missed creep of the week. Oh, this is a good one. He's from <gasps> Florida. Wow, I would have never in a million years guessed that. Florida man accused of stealing. All right. In a time like this, what would you want to steal? Like if you had to steal something, what would you go try to steal? Ooh, I would steal a coronavirus test. Like if you were, okay, that's a good one. Like if you were. <laughs> <laughs> realistically, <laughs> um, realistically, probably like water. Water. And yeah, like food. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Food, yeah. This I think man, that's what I would steal. This man, he went to a Dillard's to steal $800 worth of lingerie. Oh, for himself? I don't know who, but he stuffed a bunch of panties in it. Panties in his backpack. That's like that's like a song. Panties in your backpack. Panties in your backpack. Panties in your backpack. <laughs> the Skywalker We're beats. We're gonna be like number one uh, hip hop artist. Yo, Skywalker this. beats. Who does their music on here? If you're listening, you got to take that little <laughs> audio clip and make a song called "Panties in Your Backpack." I'm panties in your backpack. There, I got a little, ver- go. like little different versions in there for you. A Florida man who was caught stealing hundreds of dollars worth of women's lingerie ran through a Dillard store in an attempt to avoid arrest. Deputies said they received a report of a man who put lingerie in a backpack while inside a fitting room Tuesday around five. This was last week. Okay. Uh, then he attempted to leave the store. He ran through the store despite the deputy's demands to stop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, they're just, it's like this article. They're just trying to fit more things as article to make it long. Like they, they must they're have like, like, I need 500 words. <clears throat> yeah. uh, after a foot pursuit, the deputy chased down the man and took him into custody. <laughs> the record show. $836 worth of lingerie was found in his backpack. Wow. You know how much lingerie you got to steal, especially from Dillard's to be able to make it to be over $800. That's what I was going to say. I was like, say, Kelsey, let's talk about your underwear. Um, <laughs> I've like, I mean like Victoria's secret. So I used to work at Victoria's secret in college. Like mm. there I could be like, okay, yeah. Like some stuff, like you might be able to like buy like an $80 bra or something, which is like really fucking crazy. Yeah. Normally it's like way less than that. But like, so I could be like, okay, yeah. Like you can reach $800 pretty quick, like somewhere like that. Right. But like Dillard's, I feel like they just like, they have like 10 or $15. I actually have a funny story about Dillard's. The first time I ever went to go buy like a song, I was actually in junior high and I should not have been doing it, but I went to the mall with my friend and like, so we're sitting there. And so I'm like, I'm all nervous and stuff. So like I'm buying this and, um, the lady like just stares at me and is like looking at me (laughs) and she puts, she puts the underwear in a bag, folds it like is shuffling through her cabinet or whatever, brings out a stapler and staples it shut. Like it was the weirdest fucking thing. And then, so I'm sitting there and I was like, okay. And like, you know, I'm like 14 years old. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then my friend, like she's doing the same thing. She's buying underwear. She doesn't do shit to her bag. Like she just like gives it to her. So like, I don't know if she thought like I was going to steal some shit after and like try to put more undies in there or what, but I was highly offended and I'm still offended to today. So if she's listening. <laughs> Fuck you for stapling my Dillard's bag. That was ridiculous. Oh, Anyways, man. okay. I spent the night outside <laughs> so of a Dillard's mad. once. What? For like for like uh, Black Friday or something? No, it was for uh, wrestling tickets. What? At Dillard's? See, back in my day, <laughs> you couldn't here? just buy things online, especially tickets to an event. Mm. So there was the good old Dillard's box office. And it was the first time WWE Raw came to Phoenix. Oh, so, wow. Uh, Dang, the very first time. There was hundreds and hundreds of people sleeping outside of Dillard's to get tickets. Wow. Yeah. So were you like one of the first people? Did you actually get them? Yeah, we were like one of the first 10 people in line. We wow. got there really early. Was it cool? It was cool. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It was yeah, all right. It was all right. Yeah. Not, the, Not yeah. one of the best shows. I'm, I, you know, I'm glad I would never, I'd never do it again. I don't know how people can like do that stuff with, um, with like black Friday and stuff like that. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. but I would much rather pay a little bit extra 
and fucking like be able to sleep and not have to deal with like people maybe murdering me, like running for a TV. Yeah. It just doesn't sound in my top five. I do Black Friday, but I only do it online. I don't, there's no way I go to a store to do anything. Yeah, well, online, that makes sense. Yeah, like, I mean, like, they pretty much have deals that are as good, if not better, and like Cyber Monday now, too. Right. Uh, We got ghost stuff. Ready for goose? Ooh, yes. Uh, the greatest living, <laughs> uh, the greatest living rock band today, the Foo Fighters. They have a new album coming out. Okay. And it's uh, Dave Grohl claims that during the recording of their latest album, they had some paranormal activity happening. What during the album recording? Hmm. Oh. So Grohl and his bandmates started to see things happening that no one could explain. He and says they were uh, sober. They were, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were recording in a home in Encino, California, that was built back in the 1940s. Uh, he says, "Oh, so of course it's haunted." He says, "When we walked into the house in Encino, I knew the vibes were definitely off, but the sound was on." We started working there, and it wasn't long before <laughs> things started happening. We would come back to the studio the next day and all the guitars would be detuned. Detuned. What now? Dude, no more. My kid keeps coming in here. He just came in a minute ago and I had to open up those little cracker and cheese things, you know? Mm-hmm. Now he came in just maybe five minutes ago. He wanted a Slim Jim opened up. Now he's in here with a popsicle. What is going on? Tell him to stop being hungry. We're talking to the microphone. Say what? I need a popsicle because my mouth is burning right now. Oh, because of the Slim Jim. Okay, it makes sense. You're trying to balance it all out. Back to the Foo Fighters. Uh, They said that they would come back. The guitars would be detuned. Uh, They'd be setting up the board. And then all of them would have gone back down to zero. Uh, Tracks would be missing after they were finished recording them. Uh, Weird noises on their microphones. Just... All kinds of weird shit happening. Uh, he says yeah. that uh, we started to see things on the Nest Cam that they couldn't explain. But because they signed, he says, uh, I signed a non-disclosure agreement with the landlord because he's trying to sell the house. So I can't give away what happened there in the past. But these multiple occurrences over a short period of time made us finish the album as quickly as we could. So I feel like he is already breaking the NDA. So he might as well just say (laughs) whatever it is. Um, Because I feel like uh, an NDA means like he shouldn't have even said that they were haunted while they were recording this thing. Uh, I'm Um, reading about all these other places like uh, Black Sabbath. They wrote their 1973 album Sabbath Bloody Sabbath in a haunted castle. The Red Hot Chili Peppers encountered ghosts at a building dubbed The Mansion while making Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Nine Inch Nails cut the Downward Spiral album in the home where Sharon Tate lived at the time of the Manson Massacre. Radiohead worked on OK Computer in a house Tom York described as very haunted. So I don't know if this goes along with the theory like you know how a lot of people say like famous people sell their souls to the devil yeah it's stuff like that or maybe it's just like in order to have a fire album like you just got to go somewhere get the shit scared out of you probably be on some drugs and do it as quick as possible because you're scared mm-hmm. of all the ghosts so i think we found either like uh the confirmation of all these conspiracy theories or a good combination of what people need to do moving forward so they can be rock stars. <clears throat> That's one thing I was thinking too, is like with people being quarantined, what if your quarantine, your house is haunted? Like, what do you do? Well, if you are quarantined and your house is haunted. Yeah. Like, and you don't find out till the quarantine. <laughs> well, like what if like, well, I mean both, like what if you have a house that's haunted and, and you're, you're like, oh, like, I can like leave during the yeah, day. Like, like, it's fine. Yeah. You're at work. You go out, you do whatever. So you're not having to put up with it too much, but now you're just stuck there all the time. Like, what if you lived in the demon house but, mm-hmm. and now you're quarantined in the demon house? You're dead. Yeah. Bye. You're, right. And they're going to be like, oh, he died of Corona. It's like, no, you died of 
something else. Or what if, you know, you do find out that your place is haunted because you're there all the time now, you know, and there's nowhere you can go. Ooh. Definitely can't go to what? the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. What if like ghosts that like normally just wander around and they're like, Ooh, like I can explore and stuff. They like think that they are obviously alive. That's why they're here. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. But then they're like, Oh my God, like I need to go back home because of coronavirus. I don't want to die. And then, so yeah, like all these houses like that people used to own of people that died that are still here and haven't moved on. Like they're just going back to their house. Cause like, Oh, I'm so scared of coronavirus. And then like, it's just like a, a, a bloody ghost nightmare. Yeah. That's you know horrible. Who I really feel bad for. I feel bad for those creepy people that live inside the walls of people's houses. Oh yeah. And like they have to steal, like they come down yeah. from the rafters and like steal food and stuff. Yeah. While the people are you at feel work bad for them? I feel bad because they're stuck in these walls now because nobody's <laughs> leaving their damn houses. Well, they're just going to be extra stealthy and try to learn like when people fall asleep. I mean, I guess, but like, I feel bad. I mean, um, I don't know if I feel bad for them. <laughs> I do feel, I feel bad that like that was their solution to like a problem. And we don't have like a lot of like help for people like that. I mean, but uh, if someone like crawled down from wherever in my house, like, or okay, say it was reversed. Say someone crawled like in your house, like right now you're recording the podcast. All of a sudden, someone's like, hey, like, you do feel bad for people like us. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, good, because I I'm really need to take a shit. And you're just like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, let them know we're out of toilet paper. (laughs) <laughs> I were like, well, actually, like, sir. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you can use the toilet, but then could you please leave? Thank you. Bye. <laughs> You're like, we have a two square uh, maximum here right now during the shortage. <clears throat> uh, and other ghost news. This isn't super, super spooky, but we all know about the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, California. Uh, the uh, the mansion that has 161 rooms, 40 staircases, some of which lead to nowhere, 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors. Uh, since its construction in 1884, the property and mansion were claimed by many to be haunted by the ghosts of those killed with Winchester rifles. What? There are doors and stairs that go nowhere, windows overlooking other rooms, and stairs with odd-sized risers. Well, it's a big tour spot, and they've had to close. So now, if you're at home, and you're bored, and you want some of that spooky, you can go to winchestermysteryhouse.com slash video dash tour and take a virtual tour through the Winchester Mystery House. Wow. A virtual tour. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That sounds really scary. I'm going to definitely do this tour because it's probably the least scared I'll ever have to be. Or who knows? It Is it more scarier. scary though that you're like doing it while you're at home? <clears throat> so it's like you feel like you're there or is it like more scary if you're there in person? Is that Wait, a, hold it, on. What it, am I tra- Where am I going with this? Hold on. Is it more scary... <laughs> Or less scary that you can go in person and then when you leave, you're like, okay, I'm not there anymore. It's fine. Or like, you know how like when you're at home and you're watching a scary movie, yeah. then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, what's that? Oh my God, what's in my window? Oh, I heard a creak. Um, That's a good point. Okay, maybe I won't do this. If anybody else wants to, you know what to do now, <laughs> but I'm not going to do it now. Thanks a lot. No, I think you should do it. No, I have my it whole day planned out. Family. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure everybody's scared together. Right. Uh, I'm going to go over here to some cryptid monster kind of news. Um, hang on. Let me get down here. Uh, guess what's been happening on top of everything else. People are having to deal with possibly El Chupacabra's. Oh, no, they're back. Cattle is being found bloodless and without tongues and genitals. Oh, my God. Where? Five young. uh, Let me see. Silva's Valley Ranch in remote eastern Oregon. And this is all this is the summer of 2018. This happened. 
Uh, Ranchers on Hand reported that the bulls look like giant deflated toys. There's a photo of it right here, and that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like it's a deflated pool toy. Wait, like so no bones or anything? Uh, there was bones, but that was it. There was also no signs of buzzards or coyotes or anything else that would have done anything. Um, the coat on the bulls still looked shiny and new, but they were found bloodless and their tongues and genitals had been removed. That sounds like some witchcraft shit to me. Yeah, maybe. Or is that what the chupacabra does? I'm not super familiar with the chupacabra. Um, it also says that this isn't even the first time that this has happened. Two years ago and 200 miles south of the area that this has happened, a lady found her cows in the same condition. There were no oh. tracks or anything around the area either. This sounds more like an alien situation. You think so? Yeah, I figured like a chupacabra would be, I mean, definitely would leave tracks. I don't know. Not if it's like a magical being. In Georgia... Back in February, a f- uh, I can't talk for some reason. A 700-pound <laughs> alligator was found in a drainage ditch in Georgia. Wait, how big? 700 pounds and 13 feet long. Wow. There's a photo of it. It's insane. It's a damn dinosaur. A wildlife biologist with the Georgia Department of Natural Resources found a massive alligator, 13 feet, 4 inches, and approximately 700 pounds in a drainage ditch. Oh, my God. This is a very old alligator in poor body condition with what appeared to be gunshot wounds. So people had shot this thing up and it still is going. Oh, poor thing. God. Uh, Yo, do you think it's like, do you think someone like flushed it down the toilet and now it's just like wreaking havoc? I don't know. But apparently it's super old, so I don't know. Uh, it's not even the largest alligator that's been found. Um, back in 2015, somebody found a 14-foot, one-inch alligator. 14 feet? That's huge. Oh, my God. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, according to facts, male alligators can actually grow up to 16 feet, but it's extremely rare. I, uh, what would you do? So like if you're walking like down like the canal path or something, then all of a sudden you see like this just gigantic alligator. I go, hey, (laughs) I'd make a noise like that. And then I'd start slowly backing away. (laughs) And then I would call the police. (laughs) You're like, I'm not going to be like Captain Hook right now. And I say, there's a damn giant dinosaur. Please come and get it. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that's just, that's just crocodilly. He's all just right. hanging out. So while you're all sitting around at home, all of us are, I've been diving into some spooky shows <clears throat> and I got two brand new ones that have debuted recently. Um, one of them is on the travel channel and it's called true terror with Robert England. Oh, um, it's kind of like uh, Unsolved Mysteries, or it's just Robert England telling these true, scary stories from the past and everything, and then it's just like dramatizations about the stories. Is it scary? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's as scary as yeah, yeah, it's spooky. Is it like more interesting? Yeah, it's it's, it's more interesting than scary. Okay. Yeah. But it's only on the travel channel. Like you can't the, like look it up on. Yeah. It's only on the travel channel. So you have to get the travel. I mean, it's like one of those things where you get the travel channel app on your Apple TV or whatever, and then just connect it to your cable provider or satellite provider, whatever you use. And then you can watch it. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Um, What's any, been like the most interesting one on there? I've only watched two. Uh, and there's only six episodes. Um. I don't know. I think, I mean, like first episode's good. They're all good episodes. And there's like multiple stories in each episode. Um, also on the discovery channel, and it's the same thing as a travel channel. You get the discovery app and then connect it to your provider that you can watch all these episodes is expedition X. Uh, expedition X. It's another show from Josh Gates. 
And uh, basically what they do is they go to real haunted or spooky locations to try and prove if what's happening is real or debunk what's everything that's happening. Um, I've only seen two episodes of this. There's one about the Mothman and there's one about Doll Island, which is super freaky. Doll Island. That just sounds like really scary. Like you can't be like, yeah, I'm going to Doll Island and just be like super nonchalant, like casual about it. You just be like, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I would never go. Fuck no. Like I, I don't even care if it's at Disneyland. Like I'm not going Doll Island. Hell no. Uh, so yeah, for sure. Those are two shows that I would also, I, I, you know, for sure. If you're looking for something spooky to watch, those are two. What was the one that you had? Okay. So I finally found it. So it's not on Netflix. It's actually on HBO now. Uh-huh. And what uh, drew me to it was because uh, Jason Bateman is in there and it was, I watched it before Ozark came out, which is starting off fire season three uh-huh. highly recommend that show uh not spooky but very good um but it's called the outsider so it's really spooky it goes like this weird turn that you're not expecting all right yeah i was actually planning to watch that it's a stephen king show too oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's based off of his novel right uh and of course i'm all out of things i'm all out, i'm all out of news stories that's all i got for now um but i think we would be doing a disservice to everybody while we're talking about things to watch. If we don't at least touch on tiger King. Oh my God. Just amazing. I <laughs> can't believe it. <laughs> like it I was like, it was yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's fine. I'm just, I was just gonna say like, I hope Netflix is already fast tracking somehow like a sequel like a season two about different people with different animals. Cause I need more of this. Yo, it's insane. And it's like, so you watch the first episode and you're like, holy shit. Like this is pretty crazy. Then you watch the second episode and you're like, yo, how the fuck did that get even crazier? There's no way it's going to be even crazy. <laughs> and there's eight episodes like that. And it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like it's, it's, it's I don't even I have no <laughs> words for it. Like, have you seen? Oh, my God. Have you seen the picture of someone putting Joe Exotic's face on Trump? Yes. With like the earrings <laughs> and shit. I'm like, I almost would rather him look like that because like he is like and what's so crazy is like Joe Exotic started off good. Like he started off with good intentions. Yeah. It just like went like really south really fast it in a lot of different ways. A, it's insane. And there's a podcast out there that's been around for like a couple years now. Oh, about that? About every, yeah. Like about like this guy like lived on the zoo property for a while and like interviewed everybody and did like a thorough podcast and just, holy shit. Wow. <laughs> it's the most insane, bizarre shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm probably going to rewatch it because my wife hasn't watched it yet. And I feel like maybe there's probably a lot of stuff that we missed. Like the, it's kind of like Game of Thrones or something. Like the first time you watch it, it's probably like there's all these things that you like missed because you were like, so like, what the fuck just happened? The most surprising thing to me was like when they reveal about like his uh, like husband. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't want to give anything away, but like. Yeah, so like we'll just say straight up spoilers for Tiger King. Come yeah, at you. Okay, but I assume yeah. like if you've watched it, you've watched all of it because there's no way you can just watch this one episode. I'm like, nah, eh, I'll watch the rest later. Like once you start watching it, it, you're in. Two days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, the fact that like it's like, oh, he has a husband. All right, it's kind of normal. And then it's like, oh, he gets two husbands. Oh, yeah. Okay, whatever, dude. Whatever, I should vote. Lucky you. I didn't you, even know that was allowed. Yeah. Hey, lucky you, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, Go get them. But then it's like, oh, one of them's not even gay. <laughs> like, and wasn't gay like, from even the beginning. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, the other one, he's not even gay either. It's like, what the? F- <laughs> yeah. And like, one of them was like fucking all the girls like at the place the whole time. And then another one like runs away with one of the girls. And I was just like, what the fuck? So what in the world? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I can at least see like the other guy that has like all these chicks and stuff that are like the other guy with nine wives, nine wives, dude. Like, oh, my God. It's just like insane. And like, so I can only see that like they're all straight. 
like, okay, whatever, a little brainwashed, sure. But like, how do you go like from being? Where'd you go? You're breaking up. Oh shit! Sorry, I my fat cheek hit the mute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, where where did it stop? Uh, how do you go from being something? Okay, so how do you go from being like, yeah, I want to like work for this guy, like I like tigers, uh-huh. whatever, like cool. Maybe there's some drugs involved. Awesome <laughs> to being like <laughs> to being like, yeah, like I'm gonna let him ram me in the asshole. Like that's fine. Like I'm gonna blow him a few times. Like. No fucking way could someone fucking be like, hey, yeah, you can work with tigers if you fucking go down on this girl. I'll be like, nope, I'm out. Sorry. Uh, not fucking happening. Like, I just I, honestly, it just it just like read like it just like solidifies the fact that like fucking druggies will do fucking anything for drugs, man. Like, it's yeah. like that. There's <laughs> it's fun. They, they will do anything like it is. Oh, my God. It's. People, you guys gotta watch it. Just fucking watch it. You will like and tell us what do you think about it. We need to hear from you. Dude, and the guy with the nine wives, it wasn't just that like he has nine wives, but like nine wives that he grooms to like Yeah, and like makes like hot and yeah, like, like gets boobs implants and shit. Yeah, like has them wear what he wants them to wear and talk the way he wants them to talk and makes them get surgeries so they look like the way he wants them to look and they're all just like yeah I'll do it because I just love tigers it's <laughs> fucking I had no idea there was tiger cults and like now I can't get enough oh yeah I need more I need more cults about other damn animals like I want I want one about people with bears I need one with people about mon- with have monkeys like I need just every season's just people that have different animals I like that. What if there was an alligator one and like yeah. your big old alligator friend could be in it? There's got to be one about alligators. Oh, I'm sure. The reptile people are probably even crazier than cat people. For sure. Absolutely. And Carol Baskin totally fed her husband to tigers, right? Oh, 1,000%. 100%. 1,000. Yeah, 100, 1,000%. <laughs> I was joking around and I was like, oh, I think like she's innocent. I think an owl did it. <laughs> like the staircase guy. <laughs> Carol fucking Baskin. Yo, but you know what, though? Like, okay, all jokes aside, like, it almost does a disservice that, like, Joe Exotic is so, like, personable and, like, animated and actually kind of, like, likable as a person, even though he's, like, kind of, like, not a good person. Yeah. Um, Because, like, the documentary is, like, trying to say, like, oh, this is, like, bad. Like, you know, you shouldn't be fucking, like, breeding tigers, like, and, like, these exotic pets, like just to like sell money and to sell to people and shit because they usually end up being like killed. Like, you know, once they're like not like profitable, like Mm -hmm. for people to take like pictures with and shit like that. But because they like painted Carol Baskin, who actually is like working to fight that as the absolutely insane person that she is without really diving into like the work that she's doing and like how good it is. Yeah. Like, I just don't think it's like, a good portrayal of like, yo, like this needs to stop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, like, I know at the end it had like a little like thing about that, but like, it just didn't really drive home that point. Mm-hmm. So that was a little disappointing just from like my like crazy animal side of things. Do you think with the popularity of this Joe exotic somehow gets out of jail? Mm-hmm. And I basically, I base that just because of how like, I mean, like, you got to really do some serious shit if you're a celebrity to stay in jail for any period of time. Mm-hmm. But, like, just how, like, in demand he probably is right now with just studios and anybody in the media right now wanting to talk to him and interview him and do more. There's got to be studios and people out there that want, like, more shows with him now. And they'll pay oh, whatever sure. it would take to get him out of there. <clears throat> You know, it's his like his undoing, though, was like his paranoia with like that producer guy. Like he definitely blew up that was spoilers or whatever. Like he definitely blew up that fucking like alligator thing, actually, where like the studio was hosted. Uh, Alligators are just the same today. Um, (laughs) But like if he would have done that, like he would have had fucking millions of dollars. Like he would have his own reality show that's probably still going today. Like, you Mm. know what I mean? Like. 
he definitely was his own undoing. But to your point, I don't know. Um, I think it depends on like the evidence. Like if they don't have like enough evidence to like really keep him and they're getting a lot of pressure. Like I'm sure he has like tons of fans that are probably like putting a lot of pressure on like that system. Mm-hmm. So I think it would just depend on that. But also like, I don't think he has any money. Like he's definitely not making money off of this Netflix deal. I would assume because he's yeah. in fucking federal prison. So I don't think he can make money, but um, <clears throat> like, I just feel like people like that, like they just have the best lawyers that can keep fighting and keep appealing and like keep being able to do whatever. And like being a celebrity definitely, definitely helps you. But I think it's like in the beginning of the process, like if he was already like this big, huge celebrity, like on this scale, when like he first was like getting arrested and shit, I think it would have worked in his favor, but it might be like too late now. Right. Uh, the only thing we do have to look forward to now is, did you hear about the TV show? Mm-mm. Kate McKinnon from Saturday night live is producing a TV show about the podcast about all these people. And oh. she is going to also play Carol Baskin. Stop. <laughs> is it going to be like a, like a uh, comedy? Yeah. I would imagine it has to be, you know, I can only imagine her as this fucking crazy bitch. Who would you get to be Joe exotic? Oh, I saw people fighting on Twitter about that. Yeah. Oh, who the fuck could be a good Joe exotic? I got I my feel pick. Like, I got my yeah? pick and there's nothing better. I'm going to say Michael Keaton. As Joe Exotic. Yo, he does look like him, actually. A little bit. And, like, he would just be just serious enough. Because, like, you can't have someone... Like, so I saw a lot of, like, actually comedy actors that were, like, fighting over this role. Uh You can't have, like, a comedy actor because, like, Joe Exotic, like, so firmly believed in himself that, like... Yeah. Obviously, his character is so outrageous, but, like, you have to be serious in that role. Right. So I feel like it needs to be someone that's, like, an unknown that, like... Mm. is like a fucking great actor that like just needs like that shot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know how like all the game of Thrones actors like, just came out of nowhere and like, they were just fucking like badass. Yeah. And like, so like they were able to just like really be those characters and like, they were just great actors. You know, who I think it pick? needs to be someone who Robert Downey Jr. Ooh, I do love me some RDJ. Mm-hmm. I would love him as Joe exotic. That would actually be, and you know what though? Gwyneth Paltrow might be a good fucking Carol Baskin. <laughs> Yo, she's crazy universe. too. Yes, we need all like who can Captain America? Captain America can be fucking like one of his husbands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? And then um, everybody says that Danny McBride should be Joe Exotic, but I think that's like too obvious. You know, I mean that'd be good. He needs to be like one of the zookeepers there. I think he should like, be Doc with the nine wives. Oh yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a great call. You know what? We need to fucking we need to produce this shit ourselves. Look at us. Yeah, let's do it. We need to have a casting company. Put out the call. Scaredy casting. Scaredy casts. Oh, damn! You got it. Boom. We just yeah, we already got it. All right, boom. <clears throat> LLC. Another joint venture right there. Let's go. <laughs> uh, now we just need uh, some people to fund us. All right, anybody out there that want to fund uh, our new venture, you can go to scaredycast.com. And, uh, you know, reach out to us on social media, facebook.com slash scaredycast, twitter.com slash the scaredycast, or just instagram.com slash scaredycast. Perfect. I like it. Boom. There you go. Do it. All right. Well, that's all I got. All right, Ming. It was good talking with you. It was I know good. we say this every time, but we need to be, I know we have crazy lives, but it's always fun talking with you guys. And I love our listeners and we miss you guys. Yep. We'll be back in next week. We'll keep, we'll, we'll keep back on the schedule now that we're. Now that we're quarantined, I'm still busy as heck, but you know, fuck yeah, I'm almost busier now, like in quarantine, because like everyone is running around like their chicken, like a chicken with their heads cut off. Like, yeah, my fucking job, like I'm telling you, like is driving me insane, yeah. insane. Yeah, it's it's a mess, but hopefully, uh, hopefully we can do this quick. Everybody out there, yes. wash your damn hands and stay home. Yes, stay home, say. you guys. Be safe. Be healthy. Make sure that you're reaching out to your loved ones and try to stay sane mentally and physically. Yeah, and for real, if you are one of those people that's just you're just stuck at home alone, nothing to do, <clears throat> just jump on our social media. We'll answer you. We're here. Reach yeah, out. please do. Yeah, we are here for you guys. It's not Reach all out. about the spooky. Yeah, 
we can hang. <laughs> and you twitch like every day. So like you're really engaging with your followers too. I on twitch, twitch all the time for hours and hours. Sometimes like I, tw- I do a Twitch stream for 10 straight hours. And it's mainly just me and everybody else I play games with playing Call of Duty and shit. But I've been told by a lot of people that watch and follow my Twitch channel is that they don't really watch for the gameplay. They want to just listen to our banter because (laughs) you all know the juicer and oh boy, is he back and better than ever. (laughs) Wow. He's back in action. Can't wait. I don't know if uh, anybody has seen it yet. But uh, there is a video on my YouTube. I don't have a YouTube URL yet. I need to get to like 100 subscribers so I can make one, I guess. But uh, if you just search Tony's kind of weird on YouTube, there's some videos on there. And there's one between uh, the juicer, Norland, and his mom that you don't want to miss. I am going to go right now. You don't want to miss it. Uh, Apparently, he's living with his mom now. And she's very strict about his video gaming. And it's, it's the kind of banter you would hear between a 12 year old and their mom. Hmm. Whenever the 12 year old has been playing video games for way well, too long. Well, when you have the emotional bandwidth and, of a six year old, it makes sense. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> it happens almost every day too. Every night around nine o'clock when it's time for him to get off those games, she comes in and you hear him whine like a child and all hell breaks loose. And wow. yeah, so. Yeah, if you guys want to hang out, uh, twitch.tv slash Tony's kind of weird. I'm there. I'm either playing games that I call duty and stuff, or sometimes I'm playing games that even the chat room can play along with, like trivia games and things like that. Or sometimes I'm there singing karaoke. Uh, and sometimes I'm just there working. While I work, I just have <laughs> my stream up, my webcam on, and people can come hang out. Nice. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. All right, y'all. See ya. Be safe. Bye. Bye.